I'm really excited. I'm, I'm really tough with our 100 views per video. Um, I think so. It's going um, episode by episode. But, you know, for the viewers listening to this one, when we're like got a million per video and, you know, they're looking at this one, we did have 100 views once upon a time. Mm. Yeah, nice little insight into Six how we all later. started. Six years later, <laughs> still <laughs> yeah. have 100 views per video. Got up to 200, yes! <laughs> Obviously now, I'm sure we're big shots. When do we get our gold play button? <laughs> don't even know what the first one. Anyway, right, stop. Keep getting distracted. Once upon a time, in my world of D&D, some shit happened and these losers fucked it up. We resume with them fucking more shit up. Last time we left off with the Nine House Company, they hired three sailsword companies by the names of Bergsack's Besiegers, the Serpent's Kiss, and the Adventurers Guild from within the Guilds District in Allegan. From there, they made some lighthearted downtime, waited till the next day, where they all swiftly teleported thanks to. Belladonna's um, information with the Harpers, giving Fiddle the locations of all the Harpers Network teleportation circles. Everyone swiftly made their way through, where they arrived in Firemain Cathedral within the Gulf of Myth Forest region. They arrived in a basement, very dishevelled and run down. Rubble was falling from the ceiling, a huge quake was happening periodically up above as everyone crammed into this basement. They all slowly filtered their way upstairs one by one into what remains of the Firemain Cathedral City. It was all rendered asunder, all left in rubble. Dark greys, all the colour saturated from the world. Sorry, all the colour sapped from the world. All the forest life dead, and nothing but the scarring sky, and the bright, brilliant light of the shining citadel floating in the distant horizon. We pick up with this session with all of you. There's roughly about 30, uh, 30 of you, all kind of standing around as you're looking at all this desolation before you. You can see skeletons strewn about on the streets. You can see essentially a ruined city. Um, one that, John claude you were at not even two months ago, which was bustling with life and now left in ruin. So, Nine Hells, what are you all doing as you look at this mass of emptiness? Well, we've clearly got our work cut out for us, haven't we? We do indeed. We do indeed. Where should we start? Well, lunch, I suppose. <laughs> I have a plan. Mm. Well, we now have three mercenary companies, and there's three of us. We could split up. Mm, no. <laughs> I've heard stories the about this. We're not supposed to split up. The DM up. is side-eyeing Gregory over the table. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'd, I'd take Bodrick and his berserkers and... Ransack My the name's Bergsack. I, I know Bergsack, that's what I said. Bodrick, I heard you. Sorry, I took a hit to the head of not too long ago. It's, it's playing with my memory. Yeah. So um so yeah, what do we what do we see in front of us? Is there a clear sort of path? 
waiting yeah here. so the uh basement that you've just come out of leads you out to kind of the main there's a main road that runs straight through to the cathedral itself in the heart of the city you are by one of the gates that lead out into the forest itself but obviously the forest is now dead trees whereas before it would have been all luscious greenery yeah. um and this is still not the correct place for the phylactery no right? the, we don't believe that the phylactery is here we think it's in cedarsbrook and we're in Firemain or something no, where yeah are we? so if i direct you to the world maps yeah. um yeah. There's the map I created um, almost two years ago now. Um, you are down at the bottom right of the map in Fireman Cathedral. You've got the Golfamere region. The world maps, which is a map I've created myself, homebrew map, uh, which I will put in the description. Um, I'll put in a link to one of my uh, previous social media posts that I've put out, which uh, details the Golfamere forest region because there's not many clear maps on there, so I filled it out myself. At the bottom right of it, uh, so for obviously all you lot um, in the world maps, threads, and then it's the second from the top. You got the F Fire Main Cathedral, which you're in at the moment, and then you got Cedar Stroke, which is um, obviously no clear roads on there, but there's a direct road that leads through Pilgrim's Rest straight to Cedar Stroke. Okay, well, let's march to Pilgrim's Rest. Yeah, um, and happening here is just like chaos and destruction. It's it's completely desolated, um, empty as well. Um, but it's not. There, there's no immediate threat about either. You can see it's almost like. Um, actually, roll me a perception check. Um, whoever wants, um, just to actually have a look, see what the impact is. JC, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. 12. 12. Okay. Um, so you're having a look and there's nothing really here. And you're like, mm, maybe there could be like survivors, you know, um, battered down the hatches or whatever. Then you have a look down the um, alleyways and the street, all the little adjacent small streets that come off this main road. You look down there and you can see on the pavements themselves, there are all these shadows or scorch marks. And you kind of tilt your head, JC, and you can see they're sort of scorch marks of people that have fallen over and sort of onto the ground before being impacted by some immense um, destructive power. Uh, you can see some others that have all cradled sort of smaller scorch marks and you can see others that have all kind of huddled together before obviously being obliterated. And you you start noticing this everywhere. The more you go into the city, you can see people have run up to shrines to Nobanian, where there are just a mass of black scorch marks all around them. And uh, yeah, you're starting to see a pattern here, and you can see quite a few. Wow, this is a pretty dark, isn't it? Shall we? Uh, shall we start making tracks towards Cedarsbrook, everyone? Hmm. I don't think we have any time to waste. Yeah, I don't think so either. Just zoom that way, does it? See, uh, Bergsack's gone over to a um, a post on the uh, road by the uh, gate. He's like, uh, I think it's three days away. And he points up to a little uh, post that's pointing to Cedar Spoke, three days walk. Well, well, I can't see any better way of getting all of us there. So. Yeah, we better make it in two. Yeah, let's go. Double time, everyone. I cast fine steed <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh, Gregory appears <laughs> nice. onto his uh, steed um, you see the rest of them because there's a big group of you and especially uh, Bergsack's um, group because they're um, 
built for sieges like that's kind of the point of their name they've got all this like kind of heavy equipment on their back and stuff and some of them have these battering rams that kind of form you know um foreign oaken shields um wooden log shield that he has sort of almost similar to that that they hold on their arms yeah. um that form battering rams for gates um and so they start walking really slow and they sort of start holding your party back so if you're walking as a group you're gonna have to walk at a slow march with them hmm. how many are well, they uh for them 15 so they sort of make up half of your troop that you got at the moment yeah any way you guys can leave your shields behind? No, don't make them leave. Them. We're going to need those. We're going to get there a little bit slower, but surely there's a better way. We'll find a cart or something and pull it along. Oh, this is this is mm, a wagon would be pretty good actually. Look, we pack a heavy punch, but we can't get anywhere quick. It's just sort of our thing, you know. It's uh, not really our fault. Yeah, it's fine. No worries. Um, are we? How far are we away from Firemain? From Firemain or Cedarsbroke? From Firemen, you know, how far have we got down the road before we notice that they're slowing us up? Oh, um, I mean, I, I suppose you can make a bit of a the distance, city but y- yeah, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. the point is, you've got five minutes <laughs> slow, medium, and fast pace, right? In D&D, so they're sort of going to be going at a slow pace, so you can get a couple of miles ahead of them by the end of the day, um, but you'll be quite close together and then slowly get apart. Tell you what. If you guys all carry on, I think me, JC, and Gregory should go back and find a cart in Firemain. Even if it's only like one wagon, we can tie it to Gregory's horse and stick all of their shields in the wagon, and then we can all jog a little bit quicker. Well, we've got this, um, and you see Bursax points to his back, and on his back, there's like this mini, it looks like a mini catapult that's on there, and he's got this little goblin that sits <laughs> on the seat behind it. He's like, well, I've got this as well, um, and two other people got the same. Can we put them on? It's okay, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure we can put your goblin catapults on, on uh, our on our wagon. You're right. You're right with that, Gobby. You see, um, the, the goblin at the back kind of pokes his head round. He's got like Anakin Skywalker goggles on. He's like, yeah, and he kind of pops back round. He's like, all right, it's a deal. Well, well, I'll tell you what, gentlemen. In that case, for expediency's sake, um, how far away from thingy are we? I'm fine, man. Yeah. Yeah, we're there pretty much. We're like five minutes away, I think. Like we know well, I'll we just know I'll go quick. back. Yeah, yeah. I'll go back myself go back. on the horse. Okay. Okay. So sounds good. We'll uh, we'll push onwards. So you push onwards into the um, shadowy despair of the almost like a shadowfell forest now. Um, as Gregory, you mm. quickly hurry back. Roll me an investigation check to see how quickly you can find a cart, and we'll carry that check over to how quickly you can kind of hitch it and bring it back as well. Six. Uh, Gregory's gone for like a good hour. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> shit. Like we've we've just left him out there with God oh knows what, Whoops. and you're starting to worry. Um, and you keep pushing on. Actually, so um, in the spe- the fine steed like spell thingy, it does say it's also subject to any effects that I cast too. Would that also extend to the car? If I to say dimensioned or No, back. it wouldn't. Because uh, it's the same with um, spell wordings as well. It's very specific in who you can bring yeah. with you and stuff like that as to avoid it being a bit mm-hmm. broken. Yeah. Mm, but I think the wording of... Yeah, I don't think don't think it would work with the cart, but I think the wording of Fine Steed might mean that 
if Gregory Dimension Doors, his horse comes with him, which is pretty cool. Yeah, no, it does. So <laughs> if I Dimension Door awesome. or I miss this step. Yeah, I, I yeah, think yeah, I think we, we spoke about this in a previous <laughs> session, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, you can with uh, uh, you can with yourself, but yeah, with the car, you'll have to drag it back along with you. Ah, there he is. He's been going for hours. I've never hitched a wagon before, and I don't intend to do it again. Yeah, you have done that in a pretty peculiar way. <laughs> it is upside down. <laughs> it can't have, been, can't have been good on your horse having to drag this along. <laughs> uh, well, the horse doesn't mind. Come on, let's get it flipped Field. over. Get it, get it attached properly. <laughs> good old Nedrick. Okay, so... You get um, all the stuff on. You see Bergsack goes to actually like climb on himself. He's like, oh, I'm a bit tired now after about an hour. And then you have to kind of force him off. But <laughs> you get all the stuff on there. I mean, if there's room, you know, if there's room. Whoever wants to sit on and, it, as long as it doesn't get us And, um, yeah, you start traveling. So uh, in this case, if you're doing this to try and shave off some time, because you might be able to shave off a day, um, I will say I'll have one of you roll me survival check and you can do it with advantage whoever wants to do it that will be me then we jc yep. good 28 <laughs> so as soon as soon as you get the wagon set up and start moving again you notice the difference in your travel pace and you make up for lost time during the day but you also feel like yeah you're probably gonna shave off a whole day's travel because of this so it was well worth gregory going back and getting it um, and with JC at the helm as well, uh, despite this forest being completely unnatural to you, JC, you still know how a forest works and how the layout is. So you can sort of know when there's going to be divots in the road or when it's going to bend and what complications that would have for a wagon. So you can um, pre-warn uh, Gregory with his horse and um, sort of navigate around all these <clears throat> small little hiccups. And so, Gregory went there, JC did the survival check, so Fiddle, I will have you roll me a d10. And how I'm doing this is um, encounters may or may not happen, but they're going to have sort of an effect. So we're not going to sort of go into battle, but they might have an effect on the travel itself. Or just a random event might happen. A five. <clears throat> So, you travel throughout, you assume is a good amount of time. Again, it's perpetual darkness in here. The Shining Citadel towards the uh, north is constantly shooting out these kind of shockwaves that send like a white ring um, over the sky and past you. It's not harmful, but it does shake the ground every so often. And it kind of travels along and it illuminates all the cracked sky up above as it passes through. And you can see visibly now all the broken weave um you can't uh, people can't see the weave in general um but in the cracks you can see just all these broken um it looks like almost um seamstresses um little wheel with all the uh kind of ball of string on there all just broken snapped and torn uh you can really see the damage that this has done but you travel a day and you find a good spot uh, due to JC's um, excellent survival check and find a good spot to kind of rest up for a few hours in this hellscape a little kind of cubby hole there you'll kind of pitch tents start sleeping and in the night you are set upon by lycanthropes 
Werewolves, werebears and were-tigers set upon your camp, but they do not manage to fatally kill anyone as you manage to fight off the assailants. You see upon their deaths, as the lycanthropes turn back into their uh, normal form, they form back into Malarite cultists, which you um, encountered on Salt Rock. Molich, the bastard. Hmm, he was with them, wasn't he? Yes. That Molich, I always knew he was bad. I mean, you're pretty evil anyway, aren't you? No. Yeah, I always knew you were evil. You're looking pretty evil right now, Phil. Am I? So you do some pretty evil things. What do you mean? I've seen you. Being evil. Mm, I knew you watched me. the place. You're always watching me, aren't you? As you two sort of argue over the um, unsaturated uh, campfire that's just uh, giving off a white glow in the area, you see Bergzak kind of leans over to you, John Claw, and he's like, You two always argue this much. You create a lot of noise. We do... I have quite a few disagreements. Better to keep a low profile, if you know what I mean. I do appreciate that, but uh, these two are uh, entities on their own. I cannot... I cannot do anything to stop them. Uh, well, I thought you were the leader, but maybe I was mistaken. And I am, he, he gives you kind of a you know, pat on the head and goes back to bed. My wee in his shoes. <laughs> Roll a slight of ad check. <laughs> He's got a passive perception of eight. Dirty 20. Okay, he doesn't notice you wee in his shoes. So I've been, you know, quiet for like 30 seconds after snapping at Gregory and looking at the campfire. Uh, Gregory. What? I think it's happening again. What? What's happening again? I think being close to uh, to this tear isn't going to affect me in a good way. Okay, come here. <laughs> what? <laughs> just come here. Why? Take <laughs> 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 Why? Why? Look, it, I'm about to do you a favour. Just come here. Mm. Walk over to him very sceptically. Would you like me to say a prayer for you, Fiddle? Yeah, go on then, quick. Yes, okay. By the sword, and by the shield, and by the helm, we pray to ye for guidance and your blessing. Helm, shine your holy light on this brave warrior so that he may accomplish his trials. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Glory be to hell. Glory be to hell. You feel any better? Do I feel any better, Ollie? Um, it's up to you. Yes. You're looking a lot better, Fiddle. <laughs> Do you feel any better? I feel like he really wants to feel better. And then he remembers that Helm tricked Bobby, uh, Gregory. He'd been tricking him the whole time. He wasn't even Helm. He was evil. Helm's always been evil. Completely different. No, no, completely different, Fiddle. Completely different. What do you mean completely different? Your god was evil. He is evil. And now he's stolen your wife and she's in hell and everything's bad. That isn't Helm. 
It's not Helm. It's the Watcher. You think Helm is still out there somewhere? Well, that's faith for you, Fiddle. Never thought about it that way. I'll try to remember this. That's all we've got left. Thank you for trying, Gregory. Anytime. If I ever do go completely crazy... I know what to do. Make sure to, uh, yeah, get my head off in one go. For what it's worth, Fiddle, I think you are extremely brave. Thank you. I think you're alright, too. And you're not being be evil. I'd go back over to the fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, you both take a inspiration die off that. Nice. Um, you notice this as well, by the way, with the campfire that you've lit. Um, it's not really emitting heat. Um, and yeah, like Fiddle said, his sort of like um, emotions are amplified with that. You know, very much just a depressive. In a, in a depressing state every time you're in the shadow fell, but you're all feeling the effects, and you know, a bit like Frodo with the ring, it gets worse the longer you're here as well. Um, it's very much just a forlorn, really uncomfortable sleep that night, where you see him as night, and you wake up the next day. Need another survival check, please, as you head on past Pilgrim's Rest. Do I get advantage again? Would anyone like to help me? I assume someone is. I will help. Yeah, somebody in the party will help. Twenty-six. Okay. You pass through pass through uh, Pilgrim's uh, rest without any issue. Uh, again, it's a it's a small kind of like. Um, uh, tavern on the side of the road that's sort of like a pilgrim sort of rest that would be travelling to Fireman Cathedral nice. soon we stop have some brunch carry on yeah it's a good place to stop yeah hmm. I assume if we're jogging pretty much most of it we're going to need you know little breaks here and there yeah it's like uh, you're going at like medium speed so it's kind of like fast walking so it's still a bit tiresome um, especially for you, Fiddle, to be fair, because you're... Mm, I assume that I'm taking breaks on the horse. Yeah, you're, you're having to double book it constantly. So I'm, like, I'm almost at a sprint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely... Um, you, you're regretting saying it at times, but you you know, you know just remind yourself why you're doing it. Yeah, it's all good, exactly. Yeah, for a reason. Got to keep my mind focused on the reason. Can't think about how evil everybody is around me. If we're here to kill him, it's fine. I'll be fine. Yeah, you're definitely um, with uh, your sanity state as well um, and the effects around you. you you're definitely hearing these oh, it's, oh, it's, sort of like passing every now and then. It's okay. I'll stay focused. Gotta stay focused. It's okay. Um, so, uh, Fiddle, you rolled the last one. Uh, JC did the roll. So, Gregory, roll me a D10. So one. One, okay. So as you pass by Pilgrim's Rest, and again, you're going through all these uh, dead forests everywhere you go, and you're, you're hearing, um, you hear the sound of bats, um, sorry, not bats, uh, ravens, a flock of ravens that fly past the trees, and um, there's a whole 
dense mass of them. It's almost like um, out of the birds, almost. Uh, it's just a large group that fly mm. past and then fly off into the distance. And someone makes an off comment about, you know, the Raven Queen's um, spies and how they sort of patrol the Shadowfell and, you know, possibly just sending words now that it's seeped into the material plane. And as you're all kind of caught off guard with this, you are ambushed by a small horde of ghouls. You see these pale white skin um, contorted humanoids, sharp teeth, long poisonous uh, nails as they attack your party. Unfortunately, you lose um, half of the Serpent's Kiss forces uh, to this uh, small little group uh, as you manage to kill the Horde. Rubbish. As um, you slay the last of the ghouls. What, and then the rookies are just completely The rookies fine. are fine. <laughs> they're, uh, the Adventurers Guild ones, uh, they're all panicking. This is obviously horrible for them. They've never done anything like this. Um, you know, They're almost like the hobbits with you guys. Not with my aura. No, 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 no. There's mm, nobody escaped. Definitely a, in, emboldened by your um, your sheer presence. But um, yeah, you do mm. unfortunately. It's just me shouting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're more scared of you. <laughs> um, yeah. What is it the hound says? If you <laughs> run, I'll kill you all. <laughs> Sorry, Mister Mister Gregory, sir. <laughs> But yeah, so unfortunately you see the Serpent's Kiss forces, uh, they lose half their members as the leader from the Serpent's Kiss is a slender um, human elf, uh, human elf, male elf, um, sort of uh, leans down and utters a silent prayer for each one that's fallen. So it kind of adds a bit, uh, another hour to your journey, unfortunately, as um, he's going through and delivery saying a prayer for each one, but leaving them at the side of the road. So you press on. Managed to sleep the next day, and by this point, you're about less than a day out from. Sorry, you're you're almost at the kind of cusp of Cedarsbroke. You're almost there, and you can see this vivid blue glow on the horizon as you make camp. Um, it's it's very vivid, and again, n no color here, but for some reason, there's just an ominous blue glow coming from the distance, and you can hear distant. Ever so slight sounds of shouting. Of shouting. Sort of, um, almost like uh, distant screams, but you don't know if you can discern it from if it's just the Shadowfell playing tricks on you still, because it's is similar to what you've been hearing from this distance anyway. But yeah, you can sort of hear commotion happen happening. Can I sort of know which direction it is? Uh, yeah, it does seem to be coming from the way Cedarsbroke is, so from the west. Okay. Okay. And what are we? Are we making camp or are we carrying on? It's up to you. You've uh, you've got like another hour to go, really. Um, but you will end up rolling exhaustion rolls. Um, I think the DC's ten, so you can just push on and risk it. What do we think? I think we should rest. Or we risk half of our party suffering from exhaustion. What are your thoughts, Gregory? I'd say we rest. It's a two out of three boat then, so yeah, go for it. Resting okay. up. Make camp, everyone. Alright, so you'll take another long rest. Um, again, sleep for... It's a, 
horrible six hours of sleep and then you've got another two hours where you're just sort of doing trivial making some food or stuff before yeah you're ready to go again um nothing much has changed um you're definitely very alert the entire time you're here though Every, everywhere seems hostile um and you hear and this kind of catches all of you off guard um you feel the ground rumble once again but it's not from the quake of the shining sister it's a loud roar almost like a lion's roar that shakes the ground beneath you that comes from cedar Sproke as well but you all rest up are you pushing ahead yes please of course yep yes please as you journey over the unsaturated hill and the past the desolate forest you see the bright blue flame before you a massive trail of blue fire that reaches up higher than the sky itself. Almost chaotic in the way it rives up. Destructive in nature. And instead of burning, you notice it kind of just destroys. It doesn't sit on something and burns through it. It just obliterates whatever's before it. You see this blue flame that just rifles around the forest before you. As you see... In the centre of all this chaos seem to be three different singular locations where these green auras are keeping the last of the Gulf of Mir forest forestry alive. Druid groves seem to be dotted before you, activating their magical wards that are protecting the last little refuge of this once great town. As you see Cedarsproke in between... The three different druid groves that are protecting the last of the greenery in the town. You can see dozens and dozens of figures that seem to resemble ghouls that have completely overrun the town itself with the blue flame running in between all of it altogether. Right. So... I'm going to say, with the highest passive perception, which is going to be John Claude, uh, similar to Legolas and Two Towers, he's sort of standing up, you find like a little stone to kind of get a sense of your surroundings. Give me a perception check. Wait, 25. Okay, you needed a bit of 22 for this. The blue fame itself, that's um, leaving, it's like sort of trailblazing through this small little region of the Gulf of Mir. you can see there is a point to it that seems to be burning through everywhere it seems to be erratic and aimless and as you sort of look closer you can see there's a figure at the head of the blue flame that seems to be running around everywhere four legs that seem to be engulfed entirely within the flame and it lets out another humongous roar that shakes the very foundations of rock that is sat on and you can see that entity, whatever it is, is the cause of the roar and the cause of the destru destruction that's happening around at the moment, as you're seeing all these other things going on around it. Do we want to get involved with this? I can't see any other way around, but... I think we're going to have to, aren't we? Yeah, we might have to. Fuck. Dozens and dozens. There's a lot of people over there. Well... Sharpen your blades, boys, and steal your nerves. We have a water win. Uh, 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 yeah, sure. 
we didn't get, you see Bursak turns around to his boys and is like, we didn't ask enough money for this. Shit. No, you certainly didn't. Sort of like, you're seeing everyone starting to get really nervous um, at the prospect of what's going on here. Well, I'll tell you what, everyone. If we walk out of this alive, you'll never need to be hired again. What, are you going to pay us more money? Well, no, I'm just going to see your reputation alone. Hmm, he is right. We pull this off, you'll be goddamn heroes. Just like us. Alright, you guys take, like, cover. Stay to the shadows around us. Try and, you know, encircle us behind us, but stay in cover. Us three, we're going to stand out there and draw the attention of the big bad guy. Mm, I would like, I was going to say that, I'd like to be in front of the mercenaries. Yeah, and when all of this kicks off, you guys come running out of the shadows, okay? Uh, yeah, I guess. So you want us to stay here? No, no, no. Not I guess. <laughs> we're going to be out there on our own. And we're going to draw the attention of the hordes of hell. When they come running at us, you're going to have our back, yeah? Uh, roll a persuasion check. Nine. Is anyone else saying anything? I will. Listen to me. We've come this far. We've already seen the horrors. You're telling me that right now, on the precipice of glory, is where you'll turn back. You'll turn and run. We hired you because you're the best of the best. We hired you because we knew that you could do this. I'm not in the business of being wrong. And I don't intend to start now. We hired you for a purpose, and this is your purpose. It's not just this battle that counts. This is the fate of the entire world as we know it. And will you let it end in blue fire and screams? Or will you have the opportunity to save it? Because this is it. Not in two days. The only opportunity that we've all got. Roll persuasion check. And then it's a 26. You see... You see they all start kind of um, looking around and they, you get the sense for a second when um, Fiddle suggested about drawing them all in. They were like, oh yeah, and then we're going to book it as soon as you lot walked off. Um, <laughs> they seem a bit more steadfast now and ready to fight. Seem like um, definitely turn their heads. Bergsack seems the mo most um, unsteady with all of this, and he still seems very set in his ways. But you see one of his men come forward and kind of like shove him in the shoulder, and he sort of shakes it off. And he's like, "We're with you for glory, for glory." The second any of you feel like you're faltering, look to us. We'll be there, in the middle of it. There's no one else I'd rather march into the depth of the hell with than you. Are you with us? You see, they all look around and they're like, Nine hells! Nine hells! And you see everyone else starts joining in one hells. Nine hells! Nine hells! Nine hells! And, um, yeah. They all seem on board. When the hordes of hell came to attack our plane, who was there to defend it? Nine <laughs> the nine, nine hells. hells. The nine hells. Bit of an ironic name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, if there's anything that's gonna stop the nine hells, <laughs> it's the nine. It's hells. the nine hells. Okay. Ten hells. Okay, at that point, yeah, I draw black razor. Right. Nice. I draw my one. Are we ready? 
They're, you see everyone starts loading yes, up. Yes, we're ready. You see Bergsack's <laughs> procedures start. Um, you see Bergsack, he gets down like an all fours. It's really a precarious position he's in. And then um, he drops the catapult down. And you see the little goblin on the back loads it with little boulders on there. He's got like a little uh, sack next to it. And they've got all lined up there. You see the serpent's kiss all line their bows up. And the Avent- Aventurer's Guild, they all pull their short swords out and um, their long swords. And they're all, all ready to fight. As uh, they wait on the ridge for your nice. signal. I'm going to cast Summon Fae and turn FM into big FM. Chip, chip. Chip, chip. Nice. And is Belladonna coming with us? Yep. Yeah, Belladonna's by my side. Five of us step out into the clearing. Okay. So, you all step out into the clearing. I make myself a megaphone in my hand. Yeah, like an old-timey megaphone. Just like a piece of metal in a cone shape. Go, wow, wow, wow! What do we have here, then? Other groups of dozens of people. (laughs) So, you see... um, As it echoes across the town... um, Well, yeah, what what are you you saying? What's... um, what are you trying to do to kind of draw them over? Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the end of the world. And in this corner, we have the nine elves. There's only five of us. Don't think about it too much. There's four of us, Fiddle. There's four. There's five. FM's here. <laughs> oh, yeah, he counts. I think he, he counts. counts. He counts when he's in his big form. But the six, counts. if you include Gregory's horse. Yes, of course. Six. Yes, yes. yes. There's six of us. I can't forget about Nedrick. And our opponents are. Who are you guys? Who are you guys? <laughs> Who dares attack our plane? Roll me a performance. But it's not you. You guys look like pussies. Roll me a performance check, fiddle. You all suck. 26. Okay, so as it echoes across and you can kind of almost see the kind of close-ups of all the different monsters that are sort of climbing up the walls of Cedarsbroke, the ruined town, and all the occupants inside, you all shout out as you're in this uh, large clearing, this kind of land of forest turn ashy grey. And you shout out and your voice echoes across the town in silence. For a moment, two, and you're all there in the line looking at each other. And then you start seeing them, just a mass of white and grey, all running out of the gates, almost like a World War Z style, as you start seeing a mass of ghouls, ghasts, and other shadow Shadowfell creatures all sprinting out towards your direction. Through the gates of hell, we make our way to heaven. Indeed. I'm going to start flying up into the sky with my boots. Okay. Prepping a fireball spell in my hand. So, you fly up. What are the rest of you doing? Cape of flying. I'd like to draw my bow and keep Belladonna close. Yeah, unfurl. I, I picture them as raven wings. Nice. So me and Gregory fly off into the sky. I'd like to keep yeah. running towards them. With my bow drawn. Okay, nice. I imagined you and Belladonna like shuffling off to the side and then just FM in the middle with his axe just... Okay then! (laughs) (laughs) Nice, okay. So you, Belladonna and FM are all... We'll charge them, yeah. Okay. 
So you got um, almost Macbeth 2015 style. You got the standing either side and then slow motion of running towards one another. You see this mass horde of um, creatures running towards you. Fast again of the combat and so in. Slow again as you blow for the signal. Berg's Axe Procedures, Serpent's Kiss, Adventurous Guild all come out. Not yet, not yet. Not yet. Did we do the signal? Nobody did the signal. Are we doing the signal now? I thought there was going to be some speaking with their leader, but it turns out they don't have a leader. Uh, yeah, I think they're just like zombie, zombie horde. No, they're like the reserves. We're not in the shit yet. Well, I, I assume, I assume the, because the, the idea is that, um, that Fiddle just said was like, they were going to serve as a distraction for you lot. Mm, we're going to try and get through them whilst they fight our army. I, I see. I was hoping we could mow, mow a whole bunch of them down. As we fly over, I think. You know, and then they come out, and then we're already at a numerical advantage by the time our reserves come out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we are ahead anyway, so I think our reserves will go now. By the time we plowed through them, the first little bit, I don't think fire. Yeah, I, re I reckon we can take down like a dozen before, like. Yeah. We have problems. Okay. So. How this is going to work, because again, I said we're going to sort of like work through different stages with this. I'm going to have each of you roll me a d20. Um, fiddle. Uh, how, how, how many dice is it for your fireball, the damage die? 8d6. Um, <laughs> roll your d28 times. Does this take into account that it's a dex 21 save? Uh, yes it is, and um, with their stat block as well. <laughs> so 113. Okay, hold on to that number. Uh, 15 for the d 15. I got a 9. 9. Okay, anyway, it, it's sort of trivial this. Um, they're contributing towards your kill counts. So, as this, battle, as this battle goes on, you see Fiddle clears a path straight through to the gates for all of you. Um, Obviously, some of you are flying anyway. Um, you're up in the air, uh, so you're avoiding a lot of the battle. Ah, that was our kill count. So I'd like to use horde breaker. <laughs> I've been waiting patiently. All right, uh, horde breaker lets you shoot how many more times? Uh, it uh, depends how many are close by. Shitloads. Depends. Yeah, all of them within five feet of the original target. So you can have up to four people. So uh, roll me four more d20s. Mm, up to nine. Sick. Up to nine in total. Eight more people if they're all within five feet. So am I am I counting all of them together? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got a nine originally. I've got a ten now. Okay. Nineteen. Thirty-three. Forty-three. Fifty-six. Fifty-six. So JC <laughs> does fifty-six. Uh, Gregory, are you doing anything special? Or are you letting them kind of carve their way through and save them? Yeah, and I'm not really doing any first thoughts, but I would like to kill some more. Yeah, go. Fuck them. Uh, also, um, uh, uh, Black Razor with its uh, thing of the Soul Hunter. So if I've killed 15 already, Ollie, uh, how how much additional health so am I taking? So um, it's your temporary health, so it doesn't stack. Um, luckily for me, otherwise I wouldn't mm. be fucking broke. <laughs> Just give you like a thousand health. Um, but with Soul Hunter, you can devour. Do you mean devour soul? Do you mean? Yeah, yeah. 
so, as you start carving your way through, how many did you kill? Uh, 15. 15 total. As you start carving your way through, Gregory, sort of flying through, chopping them off one by one, you're hearing the voice in the back of your head just um, screaming in ecstasy from Black Razor as he's like having like a, <laughs> as perverse as it sounds, an orgasmic time yeah. Um, yeah. at this. Uh, until the blood doesn't go into the blade, and he mm-hmm. turns around, he's like, What is this? No! As um, you see, it's all kind of black blood and it's undead, um, which means it can't absorb the soul because there is no soul there with the creatures. So there is no temporary health, unfortunately. Oh, well, okay. I also enjoy the fact that, yeah, I enjoy the fact that the sword is angry. Uh, The rest of your forces, as soon as you draw them all in, start fighting outside the gate. Okay. And as you arrive at the walls of Cedarsbroke, you see the blue flame that's already carved its way through the town once. These wayward blue bolts, um, almost like fire fire bolts that kind of fly out from the blue flame that's um, erupted in the town itself, fly out towards your way. I need all of you to make me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, it's a 20. 17. 19. 19. You all pass. So you you avoid this. Um, what did FM get? Oh, FM. I didn't even look at him. Um, FM is a fourth level face spirit. He has a deck save of plus three. So I'm going to give him a that. He got a 14. 14. 14's a fail. Uh, Belladonna failed as well. Oof. Um, FM takes uh, 27, Belladonna takes 27 uh, fire damage as these bolts blast into him and knocks him back for 6 as they fly backwards 6 feet before falling to the ground and uh, start searing along their chest as um, yeah, some of the magical effect from the blue flame that's writhing around as you enter into the city of Cedarsbrook, the town. So here you see what once would have been a luscious jewel of the Gulf of Mere Forest. Trees that are intertwined and built into houses and vice versa have now been decayed and destroyed, turned into withered ash. The houses themselves are destroyed as well. The floor, there's no cobbled floor here, uh, no roads. It would have been all lush green bed that has now all turned into grey ash itself as well. All the colour saturated from this once vibrant town as well. As you see, it all converges into a centre point. So if you imagine the point in the centre and then it's one large circle with four roads all leading into the centre, you're arriving in the southern entrance. And you can see right in the centre there seems to be the Druid Grove that John Claude spotted from the ridge outside the town and in that grove is one large tree with multiple people all huddled around it with more ghouls all kind of um, darted around the outside there seem to be awakened trees that are acting as grove guardians that are fighting back the ghouls trying to protect the residents in the town as they're all huddled into the center okay um fiddle can you roll me a d4 
Of course I can. That's a two. Two. Uh, JC, can you roll me a d4, please? Yep. One. Okay. All right, so that leaves Gregory with this one. So, uh, JC, you took seven points of damage uh, coming through that horde, um, getting into the um, town, I forgot to mention. Um, yeah. Fiddle with a two, uh, you took 18 points of damage coming into the town, and then Gregory, you took four points of damage. Nice. So... You are starting to see all these different Shadowfell creatures with um, the locals in the area. You can see four awakened tree ants, and there is fog that's encapsulating around everywhere. I didn't incorporate into the battle map, but there is fog as well that's shrouding everywhere. And on the other side of the centre is um, all the houses engulfed in the blue flame. But again, uh, I can't really create the art for it, but the blue flame's not really attached. It's like attached to the um, buildings, but it's more like it's kind of a, just imploding all the brickwork rather than catching a flame and burning. It's all destructive nature. As you enter into the frame, you can see there's all this fighting taking place. Uh, have all of you roll me initiative, please. 17 for me. Oh, and that 20, cool. Five. Okay, up first is Gregory. Nice. Who have we got? So, um, combat uh, improved initiative would be in the chat as well, sorry. Yeah. The lonely looks like a big boy. Yes. Um, so, with the, the wings of flying, my movement speed is 60. Okay. Uh, how far away is the lonely? Uh, the closest one to you. Yeah. 5, 10, 15, 20. Uh, 20 feet away. 20 feet away, cool. Um, can. Yeah, I would like to fly up behind the lonely. Yep. And flank him with the druid. Okay, you certainly can do that. So you fly over and you're still getting used to it Gregory but you land behind the lonely and it's yeah. not paying attention to you at the moment it's engaged with the druid so it's complete, caught completely off guard uh, What what's the lonely class does? Uh, what um, types can you detect? Have I got my detect spells ready? Um Um, don't have any. You can roll ready. me. You can roll me a um, nature check to discern. Nature check. Discern this. The fourteen. Fourteen. Um, uh, just to look at it, um, it seems like it's a class as a monstrosity. Um, just yep. a deformed creature that's been warped by the shadow fell. Nope. Okay. Cool. Um, I shall attack him with Black Razor. Okay, roll me to hit. But I will also put Divine Smite on that as well, so as well as improved Divine Smite, so I get three. 
That's cock. That's a cock dice on the screen. But you're 13. <laughs> uh, 13 misses, unfortunately. You go to swipe up and it turns around and he's like... Ooh, as it turns around, it um, looks over its shoulder at you. Mm -hmm. Alright then, yeah, I'll do the same. Okay. That's more like it. There you go. 29. 29. 29 definitely hits. So you see this um, okay. bluish-grey skin, kind of really um, fat, bulbous uh, body with skinny legs, and then instead of feet, it's got spikes at the end of its legs and spikes mm -hmm. at the end of each arm as well, and each arm kind of elongates out, which it can sort of chuck as it looks around to you, and it's got no eyes in there, but just black streams of um, mm -hmm. weird goop coming down its face. So it looks around, and you strike up at it. Nice. Uh, so there it is. So that's 16 damage plus uh, plus additional 8. So 24 damage. Okay. So as you strike up and um, you cast your Divine Smite, you see the brilliant um, aura of your, your Paladin Magic kind of strike up and it blinds it and it sort of like falls back on its spikes legs and then has to catch itself. Um, and then, as a bonus action, uh, I'll cast Shield of Faith. Okay. So, um, you imbue yourself with Shield of Faith, so you get plus two to your AC. Yeah, okay, cool. Alright, so the end of your turn. Uh, that will be the end of my turn. Alright, next up is Fiddle. I would like to point my finger at the lonely on the other side and cast Phantasmal Killer. I tap into the nightmares of the creature that I can see and create an illusionary manifestation of its deepest fears visible only to that creature. The target must make a wisdom saving throw, throw. On a failed save, the target becomes frightened for the duration. At the end of each of the target's turns, before the spell ends, the target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take 4d10 psychic damage. Oh, I hope it's not immune to psychic damage. So, um, you say it's uh, a creature you can see. Uh, so yes. you've got this big mound in front of you, uh, so where the map is, I you've got like a huge... Can I fly up? Uh, got 30, 30 feet flying speed, so I'll fly up 30 feet if necessary. Maybe to the side slightly, on top of one of the houses. 30 feet, oh yeah, just straight up if necessary. Uh, if it's 30 feet straight up, I'd say still roll me a perception check, because you've got like a... I've faded it out, but you've got yeah. like a tree in the way as well, so it's um yeah, it's a nice. Okay, yeah, you can see it. So um, wisdom, wisdom saving Perfect. throw, yeah. Wisdom saving throw, yes, please. Okie dokie. That will be an eleven. Nice, that fails. So for the next minute, it can see its deepest fears, whatever lonely gets scared about. Well, <laughs> being more alone. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah dying you alone. start seeing the creature <laughs> the other side start wailing out and starts flailing in its arms about everywhere and um, seems a bit lost on the spot and doesn't seem concerned with um, the middle anymore. Nice, amazing. Um, so it takes. 4d10 psychic damage. Ah, oh, no. On each of its turns. On each of its turns, okay. Sorry. On its turn. Yeah, not succeed at wisdom saving. Okay. So. 
Uh, it's both of them using a uh, pack tactic. So, um, is that the end of your turn, Fiddle? Um, yeah, I think it is. I'm not really sure there's much else that I can do. Ah, um, what's his face? Uh, FM, when he's in this form, shares my initiative, but takes its turn immediately after yeah, mine. Yeah, he's it. And obeys so all my After commands. you in the initiative. Uh, oh, yeah. No, he's not. He's is not. He? Should be. Mm, no, I think the lonely is in front of him, isn't he? Okay. Uh, yeah, Fiddle's next. Uh, FM's next, sorry. Uh, FM is next. Um, yeah, I tell FM to help Gregory fight off okay. that lonely. 5, 10, 15, 20. Um, right, it's flanked three ways, so it's got advantage on its attacks if um, FM wants to use it. Fantastic. Amazing. So, yep, he has multi attack, can take two, two attacks, which he would like to do. And the first one. 1d6 plus 3. I know that is to hit. Your spell attack modifier to hit. So my spell attack modifier is. plus 6. Nice. No, my spell attack is plus 13. So plus 13 to hit. He got a 2. Plus 13 is 15 to hit. Uh. 15 just misses, unfortunately. FM goes to strike and it just grazes up ah. his shoulder. Ah, he has advantage, yes. doesn't he? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. 15 was right. the first one. 9 plus 13 is way more. Yeah, that's so right. Hits. Perfect. So first one hits. It's down. Or I'll just roll the second one now as well, quickly. 13 plus 13, that hits. And then 10 plus 13, so 23, or 26 on the second one. So both of them hit. And then the damage is 1d6 plus 3 plus the spells level piercing damage plus d6 force damage. <laughs> Lots of roll. So 2d6, 2d6 plus 3 plus 4, so 4, 5, 6, 7, 2d6 plus 7. With one of the d6s being force damage, so I'll do one d. Uh, does it matter with force damage or piercing damage for these guys? Or can I just roll it all? Uh, it will matter, game? yes. It will. Okay, perfect. So the first one is three plus seven, so ten damage piercing. Okay. And six damage force. Okay. Nice, that's the first damage. Second damage is six plus seven, so 13 is that? Yep, 13 damage piercing. Yep. And three damage force. Okay, good to know. As um, Strikes twice yeah. at them with his big old axe. Yeah, as FM got his axe. Yeah, so FM strikes up twice with the lonely and it lets out two more whales as it's carving up its... um bluish uh, disgusting torso alright is that the end of your turn that okay is. Lonely's turn uh, start of its turn wisdom saving throw for the one that you done phantasmal killer for natural 20 uh, so does that end the frightening condition as well does it have a plus 
No, no, but them. with that, natural 20 is the highest and the natural one's the lowest because uh, uh, that was the main thing I introduced that for because it wouldn't be able to pass otherwise. Yeah, on a successful, on a successful save, the spell ends. Okay. Yeah, sorry, that one works in my favour that time, but usually I did it for the players, um, because if I put you up against something you had no chance of saving, I think that would be very frustrating as a player. Yeah, that's fine. Um, just the way I run it, I know people do it differently. Uh, okay, so that ends for the Lonely, uh, and this one... Oh, music going through that. Okay, Lonely's going to go for FM. Right, it's going to do a harpoon arm on FM. Uh, that's going to be a 22 to hit. Yep, that okay. hits. Uh, 21 piercing damage for FM. And FM is grappled. Uh, the escape DC is 15 on its turn, so it can't move. And it is going to use Sorrowful Embrace. So it's going to, as it's got FM grappled, uh, FM needs to make me a Wisdom saving throw, please. Wisdom is plus zero. He gets a seven. Okay, that is a fail. So FM takes 18 psychic damage. Ooh. And it would pull FM in 30 feet, but since FM's right next to it, it's um, going to keep FM right there. Second Lonely. Going to walk up to this Awakened Tree, do the same thing. Um, it's going to hit. Right, that's the end of the Lonely's turn. The Ghouls, they're going to attack. I'm just going to do pack tactics, so attack for all of them. Uh, that hits. Now also hits as well, so... Okay, that's the ghoul's turn. Belladonna's turn. Belladonna looks over to you, JC. She would be over here, realistically. She's going to be like, um, what do you want me to do? Where, where should I go? Are we all sticking together? She doesn't have any long-range weapons, does she? She has on her person... Maybe a crossbow. A rapier and a shortbow. Um... I would like you to stick by me, shoot your crossbow at anything that's an enemy, and just just stay here, I think. Okay. So cover my back. That's what, that, that's what I want. She, I want nothing to be able to attack me from the back or the sides. She, just follow me. She looks me. you up and down. She's like, I'll cover your front as well, if you like, and then gives you a wink, and then um, gives you a kiss on the cheek, and gives you a bardic inspiration. So you... So you six. can add a d6 to a attack roll, uh, ability check, attack roll, save and throw in the next 10 minutes. Okay. So just keep in, keep that in mind. If you're about to fail something, you can add it to yeah. it. But before I say if you pass or fail. Okay. Um, Amazing. I give her a slap on the nose. <laughs> sticks out before putting out a short bow and <laughs> aiming for the lonely. Um, that is going to be... That's going to be a hit. So that's going to be okay. Doesn't do loads of damage, but still managed to find its target, and that's going to be the end of Belladonna's turn. She stays by you, JC. 
Right, next up, the ghouls. I'm uh, just going to do the attack for all of them. It's going to hit. That one's going to miss. So, uh, so JC, you're up. Okay. Um, there are a few enemies on the back right near the awakened tree. Uh, there's a lonely and two ghouls. Um, I'm assuming at least the lonely and one of the ghouls are, with, are within five feet of each other. Oh, actually, on the bottom left, are there three enemies there within five feet of each other? Is there an enemy underneath the awakened tree? No, there isn't. No, no, never mind. Never mind. Let's go. Let's go to the, that other corner again up there. Yeah, these yeah, two. Where you're pointing now. So those two are within five yes, feet of each are, other. Yeah. The other ghoul isn't. Uh, he is not. Or does he count? Ten feet away. Okay. Cool. And just to check how this works, do I still only get two shots? Because I might as well just... Or do I get two shots and then a third shot? Um, so with your Horde Breaker thing, I think it's a once per turn feature, but I think, yeah, you get to... Yeah. So do I get two for my initial attack, and then I get one one attack for every enemy within five feet? Uh, once in each turn, when you make a uh, weapon attack, you can make another attack with the same weapon against a different creature. Yes, yeah, that's exactly how it works. You get basically three attacks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, amazing. Okay, so two attacks on the lonely, please, with a uh, two plus three arrows. Uh, it'll be, so I think they're different targets, though. So I don't think you can, well, actually, yeah, you can attack the lonely twice because you can do it with your second attack. So, yeah, yeah, sorry, that would work. That's, you are so, right. Yeah, that's what it, that was my yes, question. Yeah, sorry, yeah, you are right. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, go ahead. And I get plus three to that as well, right? 34 to hit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That'll do it. Ah, <laughs> oh, wait. Um, can I cast the other thing first, please? Can I use my bonus action to yeah. put Hunter's Mark on the Lonely? Yeah, I'll allow it. Thank you. 21. Uh, 21 to hit for my first one on the lonely. Yep. Give me a second. 31 to hit. Yep, that will hit. 16. 14 damage on the second one. What was the damage on the first one? 19, 21. No, 22 20 for the first one. And the second one was 17. For a total of 39. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, there's Perfect. two strikes on that one. 39 damage total. Yep, third and final attack again with a plus three arrow, please, on ghoul two. Yep. 26 to hit. Yeah, that definitely hits. 19 damage, please. Okay, good to know. Right, so you shoot all three arrows across the across the way. Um, I'll say uh, you have to potentially come over here. I'll say I'll say you can make it work though, um, just because with with fiddle, I was um, making in with the angle, so that will work. Um, okay, so that's your action, bonus action. Uh, did you want to move any more, JC, or are you no. good with your turn? 
No, uh, I move back to where Belladonna is. Okay, take ten. So you're directly underneath Fiddle at the moment. Alright, it's the tree's turn. Um, they're all going to do slam attacks. Which is going to hit. Back up to the top of initiative. Initiative count 20. So Gregory, you beat the... Um, so you're up next. Um, I shall attack the lonely. Okay. Again. Roll me to hit. Um, also, I forgot about the druid. Is it, so is the druid not active in this? Uh, no, they should be. Sorry, my bad. Um, should have put in druid stats. Um, Sad them in. I'm going to put them at the end. Uh, so the druid is going to, on its turn. Shit, I didn't mean to do on that. So the druid, on its turn, is going to use its action, and you see it transforms into an elephant. As um, that's my impression of an elephant, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, unfortunately, because of the circle it belongs to, that is its turn. Right. Now it's over to your turn. The lonely sort of backing up towards you as this uh, transformation Ooh. just happened. Yeah. Does it count as Yeah, yeah, it was now? flanked before. That's why you were getting advantage. Yeah, I forgot oh. to add advantage. I forgot to add advantage. Silly sausage. Silly I'll sausage. i take it this time. And I will thunderous smite. There we go. Oh, I'll use a bonus action, and I put Thunderous Smite. Okay. The Black Razor starts quaking with magical energy. Roll me to hit. First one is a 14, and then the second one a... is 22. Oh. Yep, that hits. Great. Okay, so we put... So that's 16 plus... Six, so twenty-two. Then yeah. thunderous smite, so two d six. Then plus seven, so twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Yeah, oh. and now it has to make. So also, there's there's a very loud thunder crack, which is audible within three hundred feet of you. Yes. Uh, so, so yes, this is a huge. And then, so additionally, uh, if the target is a creature, it must succeed on a strength saving throw or be pushed 10 feet away from you and not prone. Uh, it doesn't matter because you carve it in half. Nice. As Lonely gets um, chucked into pieces and falls next to the elephant before getting strewn about all over the place. Fucking perfect. All right. So I'm not going to waste any time and I'm going to rush over to the ghoul. Uh, the one right next to you? Yep. Okay. How far is that? Uh, literally five feet. Oh, great. Nice. Uh, then... But does Divine Spine not count as an action? So I can just kind of do it. Yeah, you do it like on top of... Uh, yeah. So you, you like hit and then you decide if you want to add it on top or not. It just uses up a spell slot. Yeah, that's cool. Then, yeah, I'll use... Um, use second level Divine Smite. Okay. 
Uh, also, let's have a look. Is it still technically flanked as well with the ancient tree there? Uh, nope, but you can come this side and it will be flanked. Yeah, I'll take the extra couple of yep. steps. Uh, okay. okay, so you take the couple of steps, make flank it. Uh, so 21 on the first one. And then 29 on the second one. Yeah, both of them. Well, yeah, that definitely hits. So 10 damage plus an additional 20. 30 damage. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yep, yeah, this one as well. Um, oops, sorry. This one as well, you absolutely obliterate. This one just falls to pieces in front of you. There as, we are. Um, yeah, carve this one to the side as well. And then how much movement do I have left? Uh, so you've used up 10 feet. 10 feet, and how far away am I from the other ghoul? Uh, 10 feet away. I'll move 10 feet. Alright, you move up 10 feet. There we go, that's the end of my turn. Alright, so Gregory, as you carve through those two creatures of the Shadowfell, um, carving them to pieces before moving up to the other one that's in the little corner, still engaged with the huge awakened tree next to you, you look past the ghoul and you see the blue wall of flame that seems to be flanking the north side of the town, the opposite side of the centre to where you are. You start seeing this huge ball of flame running down your lane. Okay, I'm going to need you, FM and Belladonna all to make dexterity saving throws. So I'll roll for Belladonna. 19. Dexterity. Dexterity, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, Belladonna fails. Ooh, does he get a plus three for being clear? No, he's not in there, Gregory. He got a 13. 13, that's a fail. 28 points of fire damage for FM and Belladonna. Half for you, Gregory, so okay. 14. 14. Yeah, FM goes Belladonna. down. Now, does he just become his normal self again? Uh, it'll disappear, because um, obviously it's um, <clears throat> Summon Fae, isn't it? So they usually get banished back. It is. So the so the Summon Fae would disappear, but like the way that Summon Fae works is not really supposed to be put onto my, you know, familiar. We just sort of do that as yeah. like flavour. So my familiar should still be around. I, I would say your familiar gets destroyed as well, because otherwise it would be like, you know... Um, works as a druid in that case wouldn't it um whereas your familiar is quite like um yeah so my familiar should still be around do you know what i mean i should still have fm around and a summoned fey but i just sort of throw them together oh i see uh yeah fun, yeah sure fun, sure you know what i mean yeah it, yeah i should have you know a second summoned fey fm should have been doing stuff this whole fight anyway but i like the flavor of him becoming my this is the fame. story of my campaign, by the and way. I, I, listening. I say something and my party disagrees with it, and then I just go, okay, because <laughs> I want an easy life. Um, so, JC, you watch. <laughs> I need you, to make it uh, so, uh, JC, you noticed this before. At the head of the blue flame that's running around this region, um, there was this like weird entity that's causing all of it. And you will see now what uh, JC saw before these four legs. A lion-like body engulfed in flame that sprints straight through this pack and then runs round and jumps onto a rooftop and lets out a, a mighty roar as 
the avatar of Nobanian of the Blue Flame, engulfed in flame and letting out a humongous roar that quakes the ground beneath you, runs through this area before sprinting off once more, knocking down everyone in its way. What in Helm's Bells was that? The ghouls go down. Jesus Christ. Helm's Bells. FM disappears. I think there was no Banian. Uh, There's no Banian doing form. here. Well, this is sort of his war. He did pull a lot of you guys to the island in the first and place. The awakened trees also get crisped up into flame and then burn to ashes. And as you all kind of um, stay there, JC and Fiddle, you just miss the kind of trail of blue flame that passes through. And JC, you look over and see Belladonna's on the floor now. As um, oh shit, JC, Belladonna. I can't do anything for twenty more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's the end. Sit there, contemplate your next. That's move. the end of that action. <laughs> next up is Fiddle. Uh, oh, Fiddle, you are thirty foot up in the air actually, so you are about at the top of where all the flames kind of like um reach. Uh, oh no, sorry, they reach up way past you. Sorry, I'm getting my perspectives really wrong there. Uh, Nobanian runs straight through, and the flames almost hit you, despite how far up you are. You're like above the houses, and um, you have to kind of fly to the side as he runs straight through, and then runs back around, and is sort of doing like almost like a lap around the uh, town, but is still very much within the vicinity. Amazing. So is it, is um, he helping okay. us? I, what's going on? I don't know. I, th I think he's just well, angry. Wouldn't, I, I wouldn't suppose you be? so, but still. Yeah, I'm just going to fire off at the lonely, I suppose. Um, yeah, that is 3D10. Yeah, yeah. Fire off at the lonely with a fireball. Okay. Please. All right. Um, what's it got? Uh, Save uh, Dex. Uh, I now I roll against it. Fireball, oh, not sorry. fireball. That's a twenty-eight to yep, hit. Yep, definitely hits. Perfect. That's eleven points of damage. Eleven points of damage. As um, yeah, it sort of falls back on its um spikes legs before falling forward again. Amazing, perfect. And um, F. Um, is just gonna like fly over towards Ghoul 2 to distract him. Okay. For the awakened tree to smash into him. Um, yeah, so I guess, yeah, just sort of trying to do the help action. Mm. Now in his now in his tiny little monkey form. Yes. Alright, um, anything else you're doing with your time fiddle? Uh, no, I think that's all. I might um, come back down and land on the top of that house. Over it. To the right. I don't want to use up all of my boots. Magic. Yeah, no worries. Uh, easy enough done. These houses are about 30 feet up, so <laughs> sort of flies over to the rooftop, lands down. Okay. Right, uh, it's the Lonely next up. Uh, the Lonely being hit over this way, it's going to start waddling its way over, taking an attack of opportunity. Sort of looking around the area, I guess JC by process of elimination it takes two attack opportunities from the awakened trees um miss and, and a hit nice okay uh with its two spikes it's almost like um 
and Monster Zinc, the uh, guy who runs the uh, thing. Oh yeah, he's like sort of like um, sprinting along the ground and sort of like uh, comes up towards you, JC, and raises up both its um, spikes on its arms, getting ready to um, pierce you, but it can't do it on this turn. All right. Right, it's the ghoul's turn. They are going to continue attacking the trees. Okay, cool. Belladonna. She is rolling a save. That's cocked. Right, that's one success for Belladonna. These ghouls are out as well. They've all just been engulfed by the blue flame. JC, you are up. Okay. Sorry, I'm just reading my bow That's all right. thing. So you've just had um, Nobanian, um engulfed in blue flame run through everyone. You've seen Belladonna's been caught in this and she is down and you've just had this uh, creature called the Lonely run up to you and get ready to stab you. What are you doing? Use my bonus action to say a command word um, for my bow. I'm not sure how it works exactly. Uh, what's the season? Uh, it is uh, basically turned into winter, so it will be um, whatever the winter um, one is. Yeah, okay. So, cold damage. Can I use a special arrow as well? I don't see why not, because it says when an arrow is knocked, you can use your bonus action to invoke this lo longbow's command words to make the arrow change its colour and the feathers. Um, well, actually, you can be the decider of that, I suppose. Can I use a plus three arrow and still use uh, the magic? Um, or should I just use normal arrows? Yeah, sure. Sure, I'll allow it. Okay, perfect. Okay, so I'm going to fire two plus three arrows. I've activated the bow, so I get 2d6 cold damage, and he's still got Hunter's Mark. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> Alright, um, he, he is Excellent. standing within five okay. feet. 19 to five hit. Five feet of you. Yeah. So, which I believe you won't let me shoot my bow. Gives you disadvantage unless you have something that negates that. No. I uh, don't. Then uh, at disadvantage. Nineteen to hit. Okay. Nineteen just hits. Eighteen plus seven cold damage. Twenty-five damage. Twenty-five points of damage. Nice. Okay, so you shoot the arrow and it kind of freezes over its um, right shoulder blade as it um, pierces through. And it sort of lets out a long, um, sorrowful moan as it comes back and it's getting ready to try and stab you again. Um, it's looking hurt. Uh, I shoot him again at disadvantage before okay. he does. 18 just hits. Oh my god. <laughs> he rolled a natural two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. JC, do be OP these days. <laughs> 19. 30 damage, please. Okay. Okay, so the first shot um, goes into its shoulder and it lets out a long moan and it goes to lift out its arm that isn't frozen. And then this one, you shoot straight into its head and it lets out a long moan before it gets cut off with the um, freezing effect um, coating down its throat. And you freeze its head and it drops to the ground, dead. Nice. Um, 
Yeah, uh, since I'm out of actions, I do nothing but threaten to piss on his corpse. Okay, so you threaten a corpse to piss on his corpse. At the end of your turn, JC. Yes, sir. Oui, monsieur. Okay, Waking Tree's turn. Good job, it's all the um, admin stuff. Uh, slam attacks, please. Yes, Ollie, you are welcome. First one hits. Second one hits. Up next, Gregory, you are up. So you've just had this humongous um, flames lion just run through you, and you managed to like, kind of jump out of the way, but you got scorched by some of the blue flame in the process. And you're just um, standing back up, and everything that was on your side has all fallen to the blue flame. Well, this was a fortunate turn of events. Uh, how far am I away from goal number two? Uh, Down by FM. Five, I've realized that there's two goal twos. 5, 10, 15, 20, 20 45 feet away. Uh, also, I need, 45 feet. I need you to run me a um, concentration check for your shield of faith as well. Sorry, I forgot to ask. Great. Is that just a... What's that again, Ben? No, run up because... Is a constitution DC 10 or half the damage, maybe? Yeah, wh damage. wherever's higher. Oh, um, so DC 10. Uh, 24. Okay, so you, you'll find Shield of Faith still up. Um, yeah, you're 45 yeah. a week. Uh, 45 feet away from the bottom ghoul. Okay, I have 60 feet of movement, so I'm going to fly over there. Okay. Do you want to land here or there? Uh, yeah, so he's flanked. Okay. Land in front of the druid. I'm gonna give him, gonna give him a whack. Alright, you give him a whack. Give him a whack. Uh, 29 on the first one. And then a 29 on the second one, wow. Yep, yep. Definitely hit. Okay, so, 10 damage plus 17. There we go. Yeah, again, carve that one up. Brilliant. Um, and then how far away is Ghoul 2? Uh, Ghoul 2 is 10 feet away. 10 feet, I can still make it. Okay, um, kind of have to go through their space. So I'll say roll me uh, athletics, acrobatics check just to sort of like kind of squeeze your way through. The 22. Okay, easy enough. Come over to here. Nice, and then I'm going to hit him. All right, let me see. I hit him. 24, yep. Bing bong. Uh, 14 plus... Uh, three. So, 17 damage. 17 points of damage. Okay, Gregory, how do you finish this encounter? Um, yeah, I... Oh, fucking, I've killed everyone. <laughs> I've just killed everyone. <laughs> you give this man wings and he's just unstoppable. Um, yeah, well, I didn't really plan for this. Fine, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll split him right down the middle. Okay, so you nice. bring Black Razor over your head and then you drive it straight down and split him down the middle as it lets out one final screech before it collapses to the ground. Panting heavily, black blood flying everywhere. And you're looking around and you can still hear the fighting going on outside. Mm -hmm. um, is that the end of your turn, Gregory? Yeah, I give him a give him a spit on the corpse. Shout over to the druid. What's going on here? Is that Nubanian? 
Okay, as you do that, you shout over to the druid and you see on the opposite side to you, Gregory, the blue flame coming towards you once more. It is no Banyan! Gregory, get as down! No! Yeah, Drew's just out of it. Uh, Gregory, you're the only one um, needs to make me another save and throw, please. The dexterity, yeah? Uh, dex save and throw, yes. Yep. Oh, 19 again. 19, that is a um, success, so you take half. Do, 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 do. Okay, you take nine points of fire damage. Um, the awakened trees go down. So, you see the blue, uh, the lion engulfed in blue flame, runs through once more, runs straight through the druid grove. Uh, Gregory, you managed to jump out the way again. Despite being in the dead mm -hmm. center, you managed to avoid a lot of the blue flame. You keep your head <laughs> low, and then it runs around again, lands on top of the building, and lets out a humongous roar. And it now has... Now Helm. that... Helm, we need you! <laughs> <laughs> and now that the um, guardians are now all destroyed, now has his eyes firmly fixed on you lot. As it now it joins the battle. He wasn't helping. He wasn't helping. Now Banian's angry. Angry at us. What have we done? Uh, if only we had one of those knights that were here. Oh my god, this could actually be a disaster. Now we're fighting a god. Oh. How did this happen? Perhaps we can reason with him. <laughs> Good fucking luck. Alright. Fiddle, you're up next. <laughs> As Nobanian of the Blue Flame has now joined the battle. Holy fucking shit. What are you doing? Um, um, <laughs> I'm like smiling so much right I now. Mean, I'm like, oh. I mean, he's a creature, right? Don't know. You can you can roll me an insight check or an arcana check or whatever you want a reason. Yeah, can I roll an arcana check? Will that be my action? Or no, not? no, it'd be a free action. Okay, yeah, I'll kind of check. You see, we'll, can I banish him? <laughs> well, it's up to you. You can roll the check. I got a 17. Sorry? 17. Um, he is reefed in a magical aura. Um, To look at him, he's like semi-translucent, and um, you've... Heard about avatars, um, gods taking avatars. Um, it seems very yeah. much like an avatar of Nobanian. Um, seems very distressed and in constant pain. Um, it seems like he just keeps writhing around on the spot, like he's on fire. Um, in terms of like a creature type, you can't really make out anything. 
but you can certainly give it a go. Yeah, I'm not sure I've really got anything else to do, so... Yeah, I'll come up with a different plan if this one doesn't work. Yep, I'm going to... Uh, pull out my wand, stand on the roof. Go, oi! Fuzzy cat! <laughs> go home! Point my wand at him, as I cast. Banishment. Okay, so, uh, what's it got to make? Uh, Charisma, Charisma 21. Charisma 21. Okay. Uh, I muster all of the power. Float slightly in the air. Wave my wonder around the sky as magical energy like swirls around my body. And then I fire it at him. Alright. Uh, got a seven, so that's a fail. Nice, sounds good. The beam catches him right in the Gonna chest. Gonna use one of its legendary resistances to succeed. Nice. Nice, nice. I like it. It deflects right. off. Well, you find purchase, mm. but for whatever reason, the power just deflects nice. off. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's good to know. I'm fairly sure we can reason with him. He's just letting out a massive, humongous roar that's quaking the very ground beneath you. I don't want to chance it, Gregory. I do. Hit him with things that require, require saving throws. Just give me a second, see if it works. Alright, uh, is that the end of your turn, Fiddle? You can have six. Okay. Can't give you any less. <laughs> that the end of your turn, Fiddle? Yes, that's the end of my turn. Sorry, okay. yep, that's the end of my turn. Next up, Nobanian the Blue Flame. <laughs> Alright, so you see, as you try to um, banish it, you see he knocks it off, and it's like he's like coated in fleas. He just keeps arriving on a spot and trying to bite um, at his mane. And then turns around to all of you, and you see his chest starts um, bulging, and he starts um, writhing up almost like a dragon, as it's a sort of starts channeling all this um, magical fiery eruption, and through his maw lets out a breath attack. Uh, I need all of you to make me dexterity saving throws, please. Oh, 26. 26. Okay. It's another 11. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Okay. Everyone that got over a 21 succeeds. You take half damage. Um, anyone that got under, you take 63 fire damage. Oh, dear. Um, I'm down. Whoever got over, uh, you take um, 31. Uh, Gregory, I need you to make me a con uh, constitution check, please. Concentration check. Uh, 24 on the console. 31. Uh, your Shield of Faith drops. As uh, That's the end of Nobanian's turn. Belladonna's turn. She is rolling a death save. Uh, natural 20. Oh, dear. Oh, back up with one hit you point. see Belladonna gets back up. Fucking get him. <laughs> JC was about to have to make a very difficult... Mm -mm. Uh, she still had... She had... Uh, she, had what? she already had one success. Ah, did she? Mm -hmm. okay, nice. I've been paying attention, though. I've been doing it quietly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's um, she's looking around, and um, she's like, what? And she sees Nobanian, and then um, she looks around, 
and she says to you, JC, she was unconscious. She's like, is anyone down? I need you to run a film straight he? away. Go. Uh, northeast. <laughs> she's like, she puts one hand up and the other and makes like two L's. And she's like, left or right? Right, right. She can see you. Um, yeah, the angle she's at, uh, she casts Healing Word at you. Uh, that's a range of 60 feet for her. 1d4. Yes. Um, fiddle, you regain five hit points. Beautiful, that'll do. And uh, yeah, with her action, she is going to. She's going to spread out, to be honest. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 60. So she goes to the other side of the, like, the little square. You see the people inside. They're all like, huddling up against the tree trunk now. They are petrified what's going on. Um, okay, that's going to be the end of Belladonna's turn. JC, you're up. I would like to use Divine Intervention. Alright. Uh, that's a D100. What? That's how, that's how that works. I thought... Oh my god. Oh, that don't stand a chance. <laughs> Is it really? Because it's an automatic success on a if you're twentieth level. Yes. Uh yeah. Yes it is. Why? Just is. Yeah. So I assumed it was a D twenty. No, it's D one hundred. Furious. I'm never gonna make a D one hundred. You might do. Motherfucker. Alright, fine. Blah blah blah, Tasha, I need to help. I'll <laughs> Go on about it. If I, if you turn up, I'll be more specific. <laughs> Where's my? What'd Never mind. <laughs> what a useful turn. Uh, the end of I'll, my I'll say it's a free action to do that. Um, divine intervention. Nice. It's not. It uses okay. my action. Well, that's that's an action then. So you got you got bonus action. And yeah. Left. Um. Yeah. Let me just have a quick look at my bonus to see if I can do anything. Oh. Yeah. Maybe I could cast Hunter's Mark on him. Yeah. I'll do that. Okay. You give him the mark of the hunter. Okay. At the end of your turn, uh, Nobanian is going to use one of its. Um, Legendary actions to do an epic roar. 60 feet radius. Okay, that gets everyone but JC in. Uh, I need you all to make me a wisdom saving throw, please. Natural right. 20. Get in. I would like to help oh, Belladonna. 20 as well. Woo, 20. you got it, babe. Woo. Sorry, don't worry about that. Uh, you got a nat 20. Uh, Belladonna oh, failed hers, unfortunately. So she is. Um, of course, she did. Down. <laughs> so <laughs> Raw. Yes, she only has one ear. Um, pierces um, all of your ears as she um, falls to the ground, clasping both her ears as she's knocked prone um, through the roar. She's yeah, only knocked it. prone? Ah. Okay. I'm going to allow this. If you say so. Uh, back up to the top of initiative. Um, Gregory, you're up. You're going to have to trust me on this one. 
I'd um I'd like to fly up into the air. Okay. How far up you gone? Uh let's say well how far away am I from Mabenian right now? Uh five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty five, thirty. Uh thirty feet away and he's thirty feet up. Okay, well I'll fly thirty feet up. Okay, thirty feet up. Yep. Okay. Oh, great Nobanian. King of lions. The lion god of the Gothamir forest. Guardian of the Vilhorn Reach. We come to you as humble servants. I fear you are mistaken. We are not your enemies. You have come to offer aid. I can see that your realm is in ruin. We are here to help. So if you would, please, hold off. If you'd allow me to approach. Roll, roll a persuasion check. I'm going to use the inspiration to re-roll that. 21. As you reach out once more, Gregory, you start seeing all the blue flames sort of shrink down around you in the, the town and the city as Nobanian size shrinks down as well to match yours. The blue flame sort of erupts off him and as the flame trickles down and sort of dissipates, and all that remains is the blue flame attached to the houses that are now burning like normal fire. You see the lion before you, no longer engulfed in flame, just almost like Aslan style. It's sort of um, got a moving mouth, but the rest of it very much a lion-esque shape. Still very much in pain, and still very much looking like it could result, um, revert back into that form. But, for the moment, Nubanian, the lion god of the Gulf of Mir Forest, stands before you.